This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. Hi, Bobby Finger. And have you read this profile of Catherine Zeta-Jones' <laughs> daughter yet? I read <laughs> it maybe three times. In full. I think this was my fourth read of this iconic piece of who material. How do you say her name? Is it Karis or Caris or Caris? Caris? I haven't said it. Caris? Caris? Yeah, it's a Welsh name. Yeah. How do you pronounce it? Pronouncenames.com. Caris. <laughs> Caris. Okay, it's pronounced Caris. 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 Okay. It's just funny because what this profile really does is, like, basically confirm my guess that this woman had the weirdest, strangest childhood. <laughs> like, it doesn't try. I mean, it does try to kind of make her seem normal, but it really doesn't try that hard to make her seem normal. No, I mean, you, you know, it's the same. It's the same thing as every any profile that's like any profile that tries to make someone seem normal will backfire. You know. Every detail about their childhood makes them seem like they are crazy. <laughs> I don't know. That they grew up in a completely unrelatable way. It kind of is like, it has those pieces where it's like, she's just a hardworking young woman, but then it leaves in everything else that's insane. You know? Yeah. Like the pancake. She spent her thing. early years in sunny Bermuda. Um, right, she... like any normal child. Like... <laughs> and then the, the my favorite part is at the end when it says, how many 15-year-olds authoritatively discuss Italian cinematography or read biographies on the Maharaja of Jaipur? It's like, probably not that many. You're right. But also that's not a but good thing. Like, I don't want a 15-year-old to talk to me about that stuff. I don't want to talk to a 15-year-old to begin with, and I definitely <laughs> don't want to talk to a 15-year-old about the Maharajas of Jaipur or Italian cinematography. Like, tell me about Instagram, <laughs> please. Or, I know, like, all I want you to do is tell me about Instagram. <laughs> I don't want you to be like, well, actually, I'm more interested in Italian cinematography. No. She got this profile in Town & Country. Town & Country is, if Town & Country is obsessed with anything beyond towns and countries, they're obsessed with the rich daughters of famous people like beautiful rich daughters of famous people white daughters of famous people she got the cover alongside her mother but she did get the cover yeah she got the cover who else has gotten the cover the quali sisters have gotten the cover i think kaya gerber's gotten the cover billy lord's gotten the cover to be fair all these people were kind of up and coming aside from sistine stallone no that's what i'm saying like i feel like town and country profile of a young nepotism recipient yeah is a good sign for your They're like the for your um, life. they're they're like the Miss Golden Globes of magazines. Like they're trying to predict who's next. Yeah, but I think I feel like Town and Country has a better track record. Is Karis next? Karis might be next, but what's she gonna do? She's probably gonna go to college, you know, so she won't really be around until maybe mid college when she's canoodling with other famous people, when she's canoodling with Brooklyn Beckham or someone else. Oh he's he's too old for her. Yeah, I guess. No, they're they're only four years apart. Oh yeah, how old is he? Did he go to college? He tried to go to college. He's 19 because I I saw a headline today that was like, Brooklyn Beckham, 19, break, calls it off with Nicola Peltz, 29. Oh my god. I feel like we've been talking about him for 45 years, so I, it's hard for me to imagine he's 19. Um, my other favorite part of this town and country profile is when she says that she used to think Michael Douglas was a pancake maker. Talk about a hooey profession. Like, 
it's great because what she's trying to do is explain how normal things were, but then she makes this weird analogy that proves how normal she's not, where she's like, oh, like, my life was so just, you know, I was so sh uh, shielded from that world where I just thought my dad's job was a pancake maker. I didn't know he was an actor, honestly. Yeah. She doesn't say job. She just says, I thought my dad was a pancake maker. I didn't know he was an actor. Which means, and it's like, which means my dad didn't what? go to work. My dad just made pancakes. <laughs> so Right, like, all he did was show up and make pancakes. Yeah, he never left the house. He never went to the office he never went to like she was the like, business well, this must be his job he makes me delicious pancakes sounds nice honestly although i don't like pancakes make me waffles i wish my dad were a waffle maker well he had to have a real job unfortunately but so technically did mm -hmm. uh karis's dad also mm -hmm. she just didn't know what he did i just like that that comes off very um it's it's supposed to be humble, but it, then it makes you sound crazy because mm -hmm. you live in Bermuda and your dad makes pancakes. Also, the all other day. frustrating thing about a profile like this is that the writer is also trying really hard to make the person seem normal. So, like this line said, but also was sort of joking. So it says, apart from the attending the occasional fashion show and movie premiere, she is content for now to remain the girl longing for her mother's pink kimono coat with the fur and the fringes, madly scribbling in the margins of books. Also, profile writers love when like girls and women are literate. Read. It's like, wow, yeah. oh my god, they love. They're like. She she reads. Um, mm -hmm. But it's also, you're ignoring the fact that she's on the cover of Town and Country. Apart from a fashion show and movie premiere, she's normal. But you're on, yeah, but she's on the cover of Town and Country. That's too meta for this profile. You don't because, understand like, it. This profile's not going to say, like, apart from attending the occasion fashion show and movie premiere and appearing on the cover of Town and Country, this one put, turned it over. Yeah, they're not she's content for now. Anyway. But it's also like, Longing for her mother's pink kimono coat with the fur on the fringes is also a weird thing. Is also not just like she's just a normal girl, like longing for her mother's like very extremely expensive high fashion clothing <laughs> and also, um, d you know, uh, ruining books. Ruining books. In the yeah, she says that she hates ebooks because she likes to scribble on the margins and write all over them. Fuck that uh, oh my God. okay oh, must be nice some of us you know must be nice to be the daughter of Catherine zeta jones and michael douglas and to have your entire bedroom probably outfitted in casa zeta jones furniture and oh accessories my God. can you imagine yeah must be nice to be literate to live in a house with casa zeta jones all over it to have michael douglas make you pancakes all the time and to appear on the cover of town and country <laughs> which is i don't even know what the point of this website i mean this publication is apart from to show off the children of famous women they also get a lot of royals exclusives as we learned mm -hmm. remember oh yeah um, that's true since, janina seems great i'll definitely get myself a subscription okay you will trailer what are we talking about next yeah we really jumped into that show yeah. head first um this show the show that we're on mm -hmm. <laughs> the cover of town and country that we are currently on <laughs> um what's next this bit about uh hayden panettier splitting with her fiance the reason why i put this in here is because we covered when they got together so it made well, sense to they've been together for nine years split it's also weird because they are splitting as nashville is ending Oh yeah, you know? that's interesting. But we didn't cover like, it when they got together. They've been together for nine years. So But when did we so when did we, we started cover covering them when they had a baby? Had a baby. Yeah. Right. Like my fascination with them is that he's really tall and she's really yeah, short. Yeah, she's really tiny really, and he's, he's really big. And so the fun, the photos of them are just very funny. She also, like, in their relationship while Nashville was on, went to had to go to like re relaxation rehab. I'm not sure what kind of rehab, but she had like a stressful moment. Mm -hmm. So did her character on Nashville, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. 
Um, and now that the show's over, they're broken up. Right. So now the show is over, which, by the way, the end of Nashville, wild. The what Nashville happened? ended so wild. Like, no. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Did... Sp- skip 45 seconds if you don't want to hear the spoiler. No, they did this. They the, the whole show went on just as normal for like 45 minutes. And then with 15 minutes left, I texted Kelly like, how are they going to wrap this up? Like, there's no Raina. Like, I don't see anything happening in the next 15 minutes. It's going to like wrap up the show. Then they do this montage where they're like, everything happens in the montage. And then at the end, Bobby, they all go on stage. But on stage is the entire cast and crew of Nashville, like across all time. So like, there's like 50 people on stage. And it's like the cameraman and like this actor that played this asshole from like season two and like the creator and like they're all so it's on like stage the end of titanic when they're all when everyone who died in the titanic is on the grand staircase yes but most people didn't die they just like weren't on nashville anymore okay. but it's like so it's like but the also, end of titanic if james cameron were there too. yes okay right and if they were all singing a song and clapping yes if they're all singing if they were all singing like a really what was that funny really nashville good song? nashville song that the, the first really good one that's the only telescope one yep that's it oh that was really good <laughs> This couple broke up. It's uh, Hayden and the uh, boxer. Vladimir Klitschko. They have a kid, and he is a wild character, like just on many. We levels, never really got into him. Assume have we? We not? never really got into him, but he. I just first of all, I love on his Wikipedia where his residences are Hamburg, Germany, Kiev, Ukraine, and Nashville, Tennessee. Like the result I mean, of dating Hayden Panettiere. Yeah. He's an enormous boxer. He's internationally famous. He's, I guess, heavyweight. I don't know what it is, but he's huge. He's like has an enormous body. She has a tiny he's body. Super heavyweight, actually. Super heavyweight. So he's just oh, like super a heavyweight. big guy. Yeah. He's known as Doctor Steelhammer. But the funny thing about being called Doctor Steelhammer is that he's actually a doctor, which I've discovered in and this so is research. His brother, his brother goes by Doctor Iron Fist. I can't stand it. So apparently, they mm-hmm. both have PhDs in sports science. From the University of Kiev, TBD on if this is real. I, I would love to see his diploma because I, I don't know that I buy this. But his he's website flaunting, he's flaunting the doctor thing all over town. I think he might actually have a sports science PhD. He's flaunting the doctor I don't know, thing. Maybe maybe University of Kiev's like University of Phoenix. Maybe he clicked like ten times on a website. Okay, and but PhD. still, getting a know. PhD is a lot of work. His website is really funny. You should go to it. I, what is the URL? It's like yeah, Klitschko.com. And it's just images. It it makes him look like um, a Tony Robbins character. It makes him look like a really comically intense motivational speaker. Which honestly might be what he's going and for. And I think he's. Think? I think that's what his plan is to be a speaker and to show up to you know your business's uh, uh, retreat. Wow. And it's just photos Challenge of him. Challenge management. Like, thumbs up, pointing, being very optimistic. And it just keeps calling him Dr. Vladimir Klitschko all over it. And it's like, he has a PhD. He has a PhD. Did you know he has a PhD? And it says it so many times that I don't believe it. 
I don't believe Dr. It. Vladimir Kichko is the initiator of challenge management. He realized that simple challenge management, as it previously were taught, and that recommended actions connected with it were no longer up to date. The world is becoming more and more demanding day by day to the extent the demands on everyone who has to cope with this change increase. Oh my God. It's really weird. It's like when those, it's like when the sharks go on tours, like teach you how to make money, you know? It's like Robert Herjavec is coming to your town to teach you how to make money. And it's like, I, I don't know. It seems very predatory. That's my, that's my- It's just my... wild that there are all these photos of him that honestly look like they're stock images mm-hmm. in which he's wearing like a nice suit, but doing boxing poses. Yeah. And it's the most basic suit. It's just, it's like a stock image suit. You're right. This is like on on Nashville when Hayden, Hayden's character uh, <laughs> joined, uh, she joined a cult and she thought it was going to be cool, but then it was not cool. It seems like maybe they split so that he can go back to Europe and like travel around giving motivational talks about challenge yeah. management. And Hayden Panetta was like, I don't want to go to Europe as you go around giving these talks to everyone. Right. I mean, she literally just escaped a cult. She's like very tired. Yeah, he might be he might be starting a cult. Yeah, watch out. What's next? <laughs> Speaking of cults, looks like Nick Jonas is stuck in the St. Ives cult. This is just an Instagram that really speaks for itself, which, which is a picture of Nick Jonas at like a counter for a St. Ives, like make your own lotion spawn. Mixing I don't know how he got bar. there. He's wearing his bag. It looks like he's on his way out. And they've he's doing the he's doing the contractually obligated photo and like hold the yes. product, look at the camera, take the photo, flex tricep, and then you'll, you're you're <laughs> out of there. The caption is, we loved working with Nick Jonas at the St. Ives Mixing Bar in NYC. He left with a few custom skincare products made for, with our favorite natural ingredients. And we have a feeling they weren't just for him. Smiley hard face. <laughs> Honestly, it was a missed wow. opportunity for them to have tagged Priyanka Chopra there. They should have just tagged her. Well, I mean, her. I think we all got the picture. And I also got the to picture, use... but they should have tagged her. <laughs> Nina Ruiz Bagel says, he looks like he didn't even want to be there. <laughs> Crying face. <laughs> he looks, I mean, he looks like he, he looks like he's definitely not thrilled to be there. Ferris McKenna says, he's so hot. Holy. <laughs> he doesn't look like he's crying. He just looks like he's not like, wow, my favorite place in the world is the St. Ives mixing, mixing bar. bar in New York City. Yeah. I well, would like to go to the St. Ives, Ives mixing bar. I'm sure they'd love to have you. <laughs> we love working with Bobby Finger at the St. Ives Mixing Bar in NYC. He left with a few custom skincare <laughs> products made with our favorite natural ingredients, and we have a feeling they weren't just for him. Yeah, one was for me! One was for Lindsay. <laughs> no, one was for Jesse Taylor Ferguson. Oh, um, wow, that would be a deep cut, St. Ives. All right, this is, like, boring. So he went to St. Ives to get some lotion. I like it, though. God, I'm glad he's a celebrity. That. It must be hard to buy things. Everyone's like, Spawn, and you're like, I just love St. Ives. But this is Spawn. <laughs> What's going? Are Dylan Sprouse and Barbara Palvin dating? Can you give me the? Can you give me the tea? Give me the tea, Lindsay. What's the tea? Are they dating, Lindsay? This is like a thing that I don't know if I care about yet, but let's see if we can like get me to care when we get there. Dylan Sprouse, who is Cole Sprouse's twin brother, the Cole is dating Lily Reinhardt. Cole is Riverdale. Dylan is nothing. It's like TBD at this point. Dylan is um, Mead Bar in New York City, but it's he not open yet. Bar. I mean, it is open. It's open. Oh, it opened. Yeah. Okay, well, I guess, why haven't we gone? I'm sorry. Okay, we should go. I don't drink mead. As though Um, I drink mead. We just go there. We go to seltzer. You're a huge mead head. I've actually had mead before. There's another mead. I got it like a renaissance fair and it was nasty. It's gross. It's gross. It just feels like bad wine. Like wine that's bad. Okay. Wow, don't come for us mead drinkers. (laughs) Just kidding. I don't care. Um, We won't won't play our call. Okay, so, (laughs) so Dylan Sprouse 
is date his birthday was yesterday. I don't know if you guys if you notice this. All there are a lot of birthdays yesterday. Mm-hmm. It was like Meghan Markle, Dylan Sprouse, Cole Sprouse, Cole Sprouse. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't count. Um, um, so, so he is dating this model named Barbara Palvin, who's like extremely beautiful. She's Hungarian. Hi, my name is Barbara Palvin. I'm from Hungary, and now I will introduce you to my mother town. Phrase one. Beautiful girl, drying her hair. Egy gyönyörű lány, szárítja a haját. And she also has been linked with many people. So not many like people. In a, not like in, I'm trying to slut shame her way, like, I don't even know if she's dated all these people, but according to the tabloids, she's dated like every person in the world. Including Nick hot. Jonas, Ed Sheeran, Justin Bieber, Niall Horan, uh, that soccer player Neymar. Yes, um, and Leonardo DiCaprio. But Julian she- Peretta? And Lewis Hamilton, That's the crazy. race car driver. So she's always in the tabloids because it's like, mm, she's dating this other person, but that's just the reason that she's around. But I think she's actually also she's actually dating Dylan Sprouse yes. because she posted a uh, Instagram of him on his birthday and was like, uh, you know, happy, like so happy to spend blah blah with this guy, like love him, blah blah blah, mm-hmm. like a very like. A very there are a lot specific. Of, they've been in each other's Instagrams a lot. Like the stories, very intimate, very, you know, watching Carol on a laptop sort of stuff. And they look a lot alike. They look like twins, which is funny. They don't they don't look like twins. They look kind of they like look, they look like one of those things where you put the Photoshop the face on the other person as a joke or something. That photo that is second because they both have long hair and that one photo. It's, but you know what's wild to me, I gotta say, as I'm just looking at photos of him and her. It's really surprising how handsome the Sprouse brothers grew up to Lindsay, be. We all we all know you have a soft spot for the Sprouse brothers. I'm just saying no. I'm just saying it's impressive because it's like how did we know they were going to be hot as adults, and yet here we are, and they're hot. They're hot. Good for them. I'm just surprised. Okay. Also, never forget we can't forget that Dylan Sprouse is the Sprouse who cheated on his last girlfriend. We talked about it. Member, that's what I have to never forget in here. I know. Well, that that iconic slash Dana misguided BuzzFeed post that was like Dylan Sprouse's girlfriend claims he cheated on her, and people are like WTF. Yes, and she posted the Instagram story of her face crying, and it says, "When you find out your BF cheated on you, lol." Oh God, lol. Whenever he cheated on her with what is her name? I already forgot her name. Barbara, Barbara Palvin. Palvin. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. maybe. Moving on, Cole Sprouse maybe. and Lily Reinhardt are going strong. Willie Reinhardt posted yeah. a photo of Meghan Markle and Cole Sprouse and said, happy birthday to the princess and also to Meghan Markle. Ha 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 She's ha. very funny. She's, She's a good very one. Funny. She's a good one. The Riverdale, even if you don't watch Riverdale, the Riverdale actors squad are very funny to each other. And also, you know who I find very amusing that they all are obsessed with? Who? Mark, um, uh, Kelly Ripa's husband, who's on the show. Consuelos. They love him, mm-hmm. like, and I think he really loves them, and all they do is hang out with him and make fun of him, and he, like, loves it. That's fun. Do you ever see that like on the their Riverdale Instagrams? kids. They're fun. Yeah. They seem like they are probably really annoying to people who work with them, but as a group, they're, like, fun. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know? I mean, it's one of the, re- it's one of the reasons people, I think, respond to that show, because they're just so, they look like they're having a lot of fun. This is... Deeply depressing to me. I can't think of a more depressing thing than going to a sugar factory opening in Atlantic City. Okay, but Atlantic here's the thing that I was going to ask you Atlantic about this. City. And usually we don't, you know, Kardashian, we, we, we try and stay. They've been, they've been, I cut the Kardashian section out of the Who's There episode, by the way. Did you notice that? No. Yeah, I cut Did it you? out. It was just like boring. It was just too, oh, it was too dramatic. Yeah. 
Well, that's the thing. It's like, that's what they are. They're just like fake drama. But what I, why I put this in here is not because of drama or like Sugar Factory. Isn't Kourtney Kardashian like a natural food guru? Isn't one of her things like being obsessed with like healthy food? Yeah. So why is she at the Sugar Factory opening? Because she signed this contract 10 years ago to go to every opening. It's just crazy to me that like this could go so far against. This is somebody who. She probably is. Like. There are episodes and episodes of Keeping Kardashians that are centered around her specific food issues. Yes. I mean, she certainly gives, in the, in the same way that, like, people have, like, the talk with their kids about God knows what, serious issues. I bet she's had, like, several talks to her kids about added sugar, you know? Like, right, so she right. probably has to give... P and Mason and the other ones, although I guess they're not old enough, like talks about like mommy's going to sugar factory and mommy's going to pose with a giant jawbreaker, but please never have a jawbreaker. Never eat anything at sugar factory. It will kill you. This is awful. That's what this, that's why this cracks me up. Like it cracks me up for many reasons. Also, I don't know if you've seen the like promo videos that they've been forcing down people's throats for the new season. With like them fighting. And it's all about how, yeah, they're at at each other's Uh throats. Kim says that Courtney is not interesting to look Uh at. She's the least exciting to look at. So she can be out. You're a very distraught, evil human being. I don't want to see you, okay? I don't agree with who you are as a human being. Say you're sorry. Okay, well, if I said something that hurt your feelings, I'm sorry. Courtney's like, well, I don't want to do your photo shoot anyways. I have more priorities like my kids. I'm a mom. You have kids too. Those videos, they're so, it's so fake. It's so fake. They're so fake. And then I see Courtney doing a photo shoot at the Sugar Factory in Las Vegas. And I'm like, this is all such bullshit. Mm -mm, I don't like it. Anyways. I just love that this this one sugar factory promotion, like basically all the dominoes fall and all of my Kardashian, like in my mind, it's just like, fuck all of this shit. Like, it's such bullshit. Okay, when did Barclays Center open? Like 2012, 2000? Yeah. 2012. Yeah. 2012. They did, did they never get a celebrity opening for their The sugar, sugar factory, factory inside Barclays looks 25 years old. Yeah, every it does, it does. every and I don't even think Sugar Factory is that old. Every as, like, Sugar company. Factory looks so dated. Looks like it was built in 1991. I don't understand how these things keep popping up because the candy is candy, old and hard and a nasty. A candy store isn't like a candy store. They haven't really figured out how to like make the candy store chic. It always looks like it's like an old, a penny store, like a, your grandfather's mm-hmm. penny store. You know, any candy it's store. It's awful. And Atlantic City is the most depressing place on earth. The, the the creative framing you have to do to make anyone have a picture in Atlantic City that doesn't look like you are in the middle of hell is, like, truly... Do you think that Chris, like, signed them up for this? You, uh-huh. you mentioned That's this, what but, I, like, 20 years ago, and, like, they have to do this contract, yeah, probably, like, until they die. They probably signed, like, in perpetuity, you have to go to every sugar factory opening, um, and we will give you... X amount of dollars, and you can never back out of this contract. I mean, I wonder if they're like on salary for these. How things. does Sugar it's, Factory it just seems? How yeah. does Sugar Factory still have money to begin with? How are they still well, opening they have stores? Many stores, yeah, and people spend money going there. To them? People like basic people like us when we went to Barclays Center. Yeah, we went I to bought Sugar Factory. two gigantic blue like whale gummies, and I think I spent like four dollars there. <laughs> I just love this picture of her in front of this like very disgusting she's by herself this very disgusting <laughs> plate full of like sundaes with like stuff coming out of it and she's got her fork like 
kind of looks like she's about to eat it, but like you know what you know there's nowhere in hell she's ever eaten anything she's like that. She's never or had a, she hasn't like had that. added sugar in five years. Like she puts the spoon close to her mouth, and you know that you know that that's no, not and you know that's true anyone. because that's part of her brand. Her whole yeah. thing is talking about how right. how you have to eat healthy. We are at Sugar Factory Las Vegas, and this is has become one of my I feel like second homes. Um, I don't know, it's just always so much fun. I love it here. Um, speaking of food, um, Bobby Burke threw hamburgers at people in 2010 and got arrested. My favorite queer eye person. Raider, Bobby's your favorite queer eye person? I feel like I Why? have. Why? Because he like, does all the work. No, I, f- I feel like I have. Oh. I just have to choose him. I fe- His I name feel, is Bobby? I feel for him. He's an adult who goes by Bobby, which I feel like is hard. Um, and he does a lot of work. And I feel like he's always ignored. And I identify with him because... As much as I would like to identify with the other ones, I'm not as cool as any of the other ones. Like, I'm a Bobby. I think I'm a Bobby. Why do you have to identify with them? Because that's how it works. That's how it works. Like, which which friend are you? Which sex in the city are you? Which girls are you? Like, the realization that you are the boring one is sort of, it's a nice, it helps put you in your place. It's very grounding. Well, it's like how everyone who goes over the age of 32 is a, is a Miranda like, I'm a now. Miranda. We're all Mirandas. We're all Mirandas. We're all okay, Bobby we Burks. We're all Bobby um, Burks. I, did you read this um, radar did alert about it? when he was arrested? Because it's very whole, relatable. I read the whole court document. It's very relatable. Um, while he was t- when he was twenty nine, no, he went to he... a sushi restaurant and he became involved in a hamburger throwing incident. So if you're like Lindsay, that's funny. They don't sell hamburgers in a sushi restaurant. I will tell you, the reason is because he was called a rude name because he was asked to leave because he brought the hamburger <laughs> From into restaurant. the sushi restaurant. Which and so he threw the hamburger. So basically what happened was he walked in with the hamburgers with his friends in the sushi restaurant. The sushi restaurant people were like, excuse me, sir, you cannot bring hamburgers into a sushi restaurant. And he got mad and then they called him a rude word. We can only imagine what it was. And after being called the rude word, he threw the hamburgers at them. Then those people called the cops. Yeah. And he got Isn't arrested. He got arrested. They were going to, um, they it was like disorderly conduct, but then they changed it to something else. I don't even want to pretend to understand the law. They changed it to another crime. And he got like, he didn't have to go to jail. He didn't, I don't think he had to pay a fine or a small fine. He, but then he they were like, oh, what hours else is on his service. record? Did you notice that? They were like, oh, well, also he was arrested for driving without a blah, blah, blah. And also he was arrested for receiving stolen merchandise. Receiving property. stolen property was the charge they changed it to. I don't understand what that means. It's like... A teen, he was found in possession of three stolen statues brought to him by another teen, which I don't really yeah, understand. I don't, I don't get fine. it. I don't get it. But I also feel like Netflix what? or any company at this point does background checks. So they they find that they know all these things and sure. they sort of gauge like, will when this comes out, inevitably, will it be a problem? And I feel like this they was... They knew they must have known. a hamburger. Yeah. They I were feel like, like you, when the hamburger throwing comes out, we'll get behind When you, you sign a contract with a person like that and they're like important you have to do those background checks right i mean you say that but you say that but look at the bachelor look at the like this season they don't check they didn't check shit for them but isn't that what they want though what do you mean isn't the bachelor trying to choose people with shady past so that it can all be revealed and give them they're not trying to use people choose people with like racist tweets like that shit oh the tweets yeah yeah but i I think background checks i think people do them this is so boring. Sarah Hyland and speaking of The Bachelor, Wells Adams and Sarah yeah. Hyland moved in together. I didn't think this would Great. last. I kind of did because it's like almost too boring to be mm-hmm. not boring. This reminds so it's me. Like last. It reminds yeah. me of uh, 
the Lisa Marie Presley, Michael Jackson, iconic kiss from like the VMAs where it's like, look, Wait, every- why? he goes, just everyone said, what did he, what did he say? Everyone, just, everyone said, said wouldn't this wouldn't last. And then they had that awkward they kiss. kiss. <laughs> and just think, nobody thought this would last. <laughs> just when you think. Every, look at all these people who said this wouldn't last and then they had the weird kiss and Lisa Marie was like get me out of here like, yeah <laughs> like the audience the audience response to that was like woo <laughs> can you please play that here it's so I will, weird I will, I will. it's so weird. I will also in related news um, that you didn't think would happen Elle Fanning and Max Minghella may be dating which is great because Us Weekly is still hedging their bets since when are they known to hedge their bets like this maybe dating what kind of us weekly shit is this i don't know they must they they must have a relationship with them because they don't want to say anything definitive right us weekly must not have enough news i think it just means i think it just means they know they're not dating and because they know they're not dating they can't with good conscience say they are dating so they were in a photo together which means could literally mean literally anything they're in a photo together like giggling okay so this doesn't mean anything which means they've had sex (laughs) Uh, Whatever. who's Max Minghella? He is in The Handmaid's Tale. He's eyebrows. in his 30s, eyebrows. He, he's he's the, a famous son. He's the son of Anthony Minghella, who directed, like, Talented Miss Ripley and The English Patient. He's yeah, dead. Um, Elle Fanning is the, the sister, the sister of, of Dakota, Dakota <laughs> who, uh, against all odds, or not against all odds, like, uh, you know. No, like, along with the help from, along with the help became from, from a Hollywood, better actress. Became the bigger Fanning. Um, bigger Fanning. What do we Sorry, think? Dakota. What do we think? I kept. I, I always think that, like, when is she gonna actually get her breakout role? Maybe she's not gonna get it. She keeps doing like she's very indie young. movies, and people love her in them, though. Yeah, but I think maybe but not even indie movies. It's sort of. You mean, do you want her to star in like a, a like a like Mission Impossible? Is that what you're looking or for? Or not a Mission Impossible, but um, like a big one. Yeah, like she hasn't really gotten Oscar buzz yet, and she sort of seems like the type of person who should have yeah. Oscar buzz by now, and it hasn't mm-hmm. worked. You're right. It hasn't You're happened. Right. The Neon Demon didn't really put oh, her over the top. Oh, I hated the Neon Demon. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh, um, I can't even think so about it. So maybe that's why. Sometimes when you get up your own butt with like, kind of like the more obscure movies and like weird directors, you you, like you lose like the path to what, to like getting an Oscar. Yeah. You know, because then you're, like, in the Neon Demon. Everyone's like, interesting, but, like, we didn't like it, you know? <laughs> interesting, caught the Neon Demon. I hate that movie so much. Speaking of things I hate, Kim Zolciat's lick, Lips. And I don't, I don't want to lip shame, but I don't like looking at them. <laughs> they look fake. Right. It's they look like wax do, lips. It has nothing to do with her lips. It has everything to do with, like, you. Like, you're like, I just don't want to look at these lips. <laughs> also, the way she photographs them, it's fat photographs. The way she photographs them front and center it it seems like a joke i don't like feeling like i'm looking at a joke and then and then it's kim being like no they're real and you know what like i will not apologize for my lips i love my lips these are the best well, lips she did kind of say so a fan responded like beautiful but kim you're so gorgeous you don't need lip fillers and then she wrote i love them for now with a single red heart emoji <laughs> what was the photo so was it her got- with her kid Yes, and her lips just looked... This picture doesn't really do it justice. The other picture, it's very clear. Her lips have just been in... Because I think when you it's first... It's very Morning Muhammad. It's Morning Muhammad. Yeah. It's Morning Muhammad morning, to morning, a crazier degree. <laughs> morning, Muhammad. Morning, Miss Elliot. But it's every time I think of those lips, I think of when Goldie Hawn is like telling Rob Reiner, fill him up. Please, I, 
I know you're upset about the divorce. Uh, upset? I know you're upset about Bill's movie. This is, this is not about him. This is about my lips. Okay, now look at me. I want Tina Turner. I want Jagger. Fill him up. Um, you know, I clipped, I clipped that part of the movie on YouTube and I'm the only one with the Morning Muhammad clip and it's on YouTube. You can just, if you search Morning it Muhammad. It just says Morning Muhammad? And it's the, one of the few videos that I have on YouTube under my name is just Morning, Morning Muhammad. Morning Muhammad. Wait, let's see if I can. <laughs> Morning Muhammad, March 15, 2017, uploaded by Lindsay Weber. The first result. That is incredible. I know, never say I never made an impact. Morning, it's kind Mama. of quiet because I didn't know how to make videos louder then, but I should probably actually make it louder. Hold on, and let's click it. Morning, Muhammad. Morning, Muhammad. Morning, Miss Elliot. Sometimes you have to take iconic moments and put them on the internet for everyone to have and share them with the world. Otherwise, it's not going to happen, and you owe it to the world. There is no way. There are too many people on this fucking planet for you to be the yeah. only one who loves that line. There like, that woman else. searched Morning Muhammad, and she was like, ha, ha, ha. And you helped her life. You made her feel better. She was, morning she Muhammad. wanted Morning Muhammad. You gave her Morning Muhammad. Morning Muhammad. You changed lives. Clipping videos changes lives. Speaking of changing lives. <laughs> Jesse Camp. Jesse Camp was missing, but then he actually wasn't missing. I mean, how? What's great about this story is that people thought he was missing because he looks like the kind of person who would go missing. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. But really, if you right. remember Jesse Camp, it almost makes more sense that he'd just be, like, hanging out, like, in, in like, a room. Just being like, yeah, but it's, look, my phone was dead. But it's very... This reminded me of, like, you know, at the bottom of the article, like, the clickbait, the, the chum, where it's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this act... Like, ten actors you didn't know were dead. Or, like, uh -huh. ten actors oh, yeah, you yeah. didn't know were alive or whatever. This reminded me of something that's going to end up in chum. Like, even though Jesse Camp is not missing anymore, I feel like the Jesse Camp is missing story is going to end up in that chum. Oh, it's like be this. Huge. This MTV or this star like went mi is missing like something like that. That's where it's gonna be. You'll never be believe why this MTV star went missing or something. But but not even with the real information, just with the old information, the first iteration of the story, which is Jesse Camp is missing, yeah. not he was found. Because like they don't care. Yeah, um, but he did not. He did not like go missing. He was just at his house. I don't know. He was. Where was he? His his sister said he was. Missing, and then he was found five days later. He had his phone off. Uh, he was hanging out with his friend um, Ivy Supersonic. By uh, at one point, he joked he had been abducted by aliens, hit with a head, hit on the head with a coconut. Yeah, and that he was hiding in the Himalayas as part of a publicity stunt for an event called Supersonic Drug Free Acid Trip, thrown by his friend, artist, and designer Ivy Supersonic. So the thing is, we as a society are uh, all missing, very gone missing. Small. We're all very sensitive to like celebrities we're always worried like lately we are we have all been on edge for the past couple years that anytime there's like a remotely ominous or um dark headline about a celebrity like it's a joke where it's like oh i saw ruth bader ginsburg was trending and you scared me because anytime a celebrity's trending you assume they're dead so right. we assume jesse camp was dead we always assume the worst and it turns out it was the it was just the full-on opposite he was actually at a drug-free acid trip thrown by his friend ivy supersonic yeah Jesse Camp is Whatever. fine. Um, he's fine. You know he's who else is fine? Fine guys. Well, no, I don't think he's fine though. Lance Bass. Yeah, he's not say, fine. He's not fine. He's not fine. He's really. He's upset. not fine because he thought he bought the Brady Bunch house, but he didn't buy the Brady Bunch house. So Lance Bass put an put an offer down on the Brady Bunch house, and the Brady Bunch house went up for sale. The, okay, but the thing you have to know about the Brady Bunch house is that it's just the facade. The inside of the Brady Bunch house is completely different. Yeah. It's not the set. Okay, but didn't they? I think they also recreated the backyard though. 
I think the backyard was. Oh, they did. Because the back, if you look, I mean, you know, I think you've probably watched more Brady Bunch than me, but the backyard looks like the backyard. (laughs) Wait, what does that mean? I just think you've probably watched more Brady Bunch than me. Why do you think that? Because I haven't watched really any Brady Bunch. Okay, I've watched a lot of Brady Bunch, but I don't know why you would right, assume so I, that I've watched a lot of Brady Bunch. Wait, so I was right? And you're mad? You were right, but I feel like that was sort of a drag in some way. It wasn't a drag. It's like I've watched three episodes of the original Brady Bunch, so I was assuming you've watched more. You also watch, like, you watch Girls and Girls. Like, you're, it's in your line of, of reasoning. In my line of it's reasoning. It's in your line of reasoning. Um, so the Brady Bunch house went for a sale in North Hollywood. It cost $1.8 million dollars. When it went on sale, it was making headlines for like, you can buy the Brady Bunch house. And everyone was like, the same joke where it's like, let's pull our money together and buy the Brady Bunch house. Lance Bass actually was like, you know what? I want the Brady Bunch house. So he put an offer down and he, the realtor or the people who own the property said, you got it. You put the winning bid in. You win the Brady Bunch house. Then that made headlines. Then Sunday morning, he found out that he didn't win the Brady Bunch house, that someone else overbid him. And Lance Bass was, uh face the harsh reality of capitalism, and he cannot understand it. Basically, a corporation wanted to buy the the Brady Bunch house. Yeah, a studio. A studio, a studio or something. They want it, which is insane because, like, what are you guys, what are any of you guys going to do with the Brady Bunch house? Film stuff in it. I don't know, maybe tear I, it down. In it, but it, yeah. But he I mean, says, he you says. You said the inside does not look like no, Brady it doesn't. Bunch. But the inside does look like the 70s. Someone has not touched that house for a long so time. Every house, in, every house in Los Angeles looks like the 70s inside. Okay, but this one really looks like the 70s. This says, Look. he says, we were prepared to go even higher, but totally discouraged by the seller's agent. They will outperform any bid with unlimited resources. How is this fair or legal? How can I compete with a billion dollar corporate entity? Welcome to fucking 2018, Lance Bass. This is what happens. This is what happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's not It's not fair, but it's legal. That's the, that's the whole thing. Well, he's saying, I hope it's not demolished because that was like a worry. And that still could be the case. So demolish it, put a better house on the property. I guess, but it if it's bought by a corporation, why would they do that? To... If it was bought by a private buyer, like some billionaire who wanted to build a house right there, I would see that happening. But it's bought. It's too bad because 100% Lance Bass was like, I bought the house. Then he called HGTV and was like, okay, I'm ready to like, for my show, like living in the Brady Bunch house, like let's do it. And they were like, sure, whatever. We don't care. Yeah. It, it was called like Baskets Brady or something like that. Yeah. Right. He can't do the show anymore. HGTV has to find another house for him to buy. God, what else? What other house could he buy? The Full House House? Like, pop culture house can he buy? Well, what else is for sale? Wasn't the Full House House for sale? The Full House House is always for sale, and then it's always so expensive and someone else buys it. I think it's just like, it's constantly, there's constantly being turnover there because the property values are so good. So people buy it, then they sell for a profit, and they buy it, then they sell for a profit. What else is there? The Golden Girls House? I but thought you already a, owned that. No, I don't own that. That one's in Florida, I think. No, it's not. It's in. It's near. It's in like Universal Studios. It's near Universal Studios. I mean, who would I think even it's a fake want? House. I, I mean, who would even want these houses that are just used for exterior? I'm just saying, like that's what my original question you was. All day long. Just people come and bother you all day long. It's like long. the people who own Carrie's house in oh, the West Village, and they have like all those signs. It's like, please do not sit on my stoop. Please do not take photos. And it's like, why'd you buy this house? That's well, part they probably of the, already had it that's or something. Part of the, I don't that's know. That's part of the deal. I'm sorry. You buy the famous house, you have to deal with people taking photos in front of it. What is next? What's next? <laughs> Not much. We're almost at Rita, which we won't forget this week. Kitty Spencer, Lady Kitty Spencer, is dating an old man. I love this. What's this? Why I do you love, love this, this so much? So remember at the wedding, everyone was like, Kitty Spencer. Like, she wore that, like, pretty dress. Oh, yeah, the emerald like, dress. Oh, lady and Kitty. She, she's the stand-up. And she she's also out. sort of looks like Diana, like, if you squint. 
you know. She's Lady Diana's niece. People are desperate for her to look like Diana, so you like sort of project your desperation onto her face. Right. She doesn't and really so look like love, Diana, but whatever. I love that she's she dated uh, before she dated property magnate Nicolo Bat. Baratieri de San Pietro for four years. Four years she dated a 47-year-old and she's 27. And now she's being linked to retail tycoon Michael Lewis, 59. He owns the high street fashion chains Whistles and Phase 8. I have no idea what those are, but if you're British, you probably do. Um, But I also like that this, she has like a type, which is old and rich. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you see that it says their, the Daily Mail's proof is that she recently followed his children on Instagram, which is fair. That's their proof. That's fair. I don't That's know. I, I trust that as like pretty <laughs> good says, proof. Last week, they were traveling separately in Southern Europe, and it's not clear if they met up, but she recently followed his children yeah, it's on amazing. Instagram. Why else would you follow some random old guy's That's children the thing. on Instagram? It's, that is fair. Now the, yeah. the 2018 version of She's Met His Kids is She Followed the Kids on Instagram. Uh, that's like when that's like when um, Nick Jonas no uh, Priyanka Chopra's dad followed Nick Jonas on Instagram. Yeah, it's the same thing. But did you see that? Then we knew. Did you see the way the re- the way that she broke up with uh, Nicolo Brataria de San Pietro? He dumped uh, her. Dumped her and set his sights on Elizabeth Hurley. Yes. Nice. Is, wait, Honestly, is that the guy who was in the car with her with the lamp? Is that the lamp? Elizabeth Hurley is way more age appropriate for uh, Nicolo yeah. Baratieri di San Pietro. Okay, it looks like that's not, that is not the guy in the lamp video. Are we done? We shouldn't be going to Rita. Cannot forget Rita. We have to go on to Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Okay, I'll tell you what Rita Ora is up to. What? I'm not going to tell you what Rita what? Ora is up to. I'm going to tell you what, what Pop Sugar is up to. Pop Sugar trolling is us. trolling us, stealing our terminology, not linking. Pop Sugar, if you're going to steal our terminology, link to the podcast. Just link to the podcast. Or, like, mention the podcast in the article. Don't just, like, troll us. Like, I, don't I, refer I don't to, like this. Don't start saying, don't start asking questions like, do, saying things like Dua Lipa is crossing from who to them very quickly and not link to the podcast. Pop Sugar, well, link to the podcast. You can tell it's like the social media person listens to Who Weekly and is like having some fun Mm -hmm. because the articles don't reference us and don't have anything to do with us. What's Rita Uh, Ora up to? Yeah. Pop Sugar, link to the podcast. That is a direct, that's a direct. What else is she doing? Something with Chris Brown? But did you know, sorry, before, did you notice like the article that they're referring to? Pop Sugar, what are you doing? 100 crazy hot pics of Rita Ora that are honestly inspiring. What the fuck is, like, what the fuck are, (laughs) sorry, now I'm mad at them for doing this and I feel like it can be rude to them as a website, but like, that's really bullshit. Pop sugar bracket. Celebrity bracket. Rita Ora bracket. Sexy Rita Ora pictures. Sexy Rita Ora pictures is a category on pop sugar, which I do respect. That's nice. But this is crazy. They're stealing our terminology. That's like when you mush together like a Maxim or like a Playboy or like a TMZ thing with like a, uh, like a BuzzFeed L Marie Claire. Like honestly inspiring. It's mm-hmm. like... You weren't expecting that twist at the end. They're honestly inspiring. We love them. Okay. Listen to their, their Rita Ora headlines. 
the latest on Rita Ora. If you have a faint heart, steer clear of Rita Ora's effortlessly effortlessly sexy bikini snaps. 100 crazy hoppings of Rita Ora that are honestly inspiring. Rita Ora's teeny-weeny bikini is one of the sexiest swimsuits we've ever seen, and she damn well knows it. Rita Ora drops a steamy music video for her controversial new song, Girls. Rita Ora's bikini will make you crave one cocktail and one cocktail only. It's an Aperol spritz, by the way. OMG, the train on Rita Ora's Met Gala dress goes on for days. I mean, they... They do like Rita Ora, but they should not be stealing our language without linking. Very strange, very strange. Just link. Yeah, just link. Just link link to us. I don't know. Or anything, whatever. Oh, Um, God. Oh, remember when she wore the bathrobe? I just saw that. Stop looking at Rita Ora. I loved when she wore the bathrobe. That was so good. So Rita Ora had another another thing happen with Rita Ora that we don't like this week, which is that Chris Brown commented on her Instagram with a flirty message. We don't like that. If they date, I will die. But I don't think they will because they already know each other from that one song they did together that I shadily like. What was that song? It was like good. Yeah. What was it called? Body on Me. Body on Me. That's a good song. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so she posted a very hot photo of her in a, it honestly was inspiring. A, a hot picture that was so hot, it was inspiring. Yeah, with like a lot of underboob. Yeah, and he, he commented, and he like mimicked her slang. He wrote, Roadmanting, and then he wrote, Pengal, and I guess pen means hot mm. in England. Peng. Pengal. Peng. No, Peng. P-E-N-G is slang for hot or good looking. I thought it was just pen. Pen? <laughs> pen. Pen. Pengal. Pen. Pengal. Whatever. Know. He's like doing an impression of her. And. I really hope she doesn't respond to him. Know. She needs to cut him out of her Ping. life. Well, she already like did this sexy music video with him and they didn't. And I, and I feel like that is, they would have already had that dalliance. I hope, I just don't want them to like. Reconnect. I don't want that to be no, a thing. They should reconnect. Yeah, and she has a boyfriend. Right. Andrew Watt. The, the... Do you know that he went with her parents on vacation? They're serious. Oh, what's her mom's name? Like Donna, Dana, Donnie? Vera. 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 Oh, yeah. I love her mom. Vera. Vera Ora. Okay. Such a good name. We're done, right? Anyways, are we done? It's, I hope so. Yeah. We didn't forget Rita. We introduced you to Catherine Zeta Jones's daughter. Lady Kitty's dating an old guy. Lance Bass lost the house. Uh, we gotta we gotta keep on Bass. We gotta keep on Bass lookout. Bass is gonna buy another famous house. Let's place bets on what it is. I don't think so what are the he has to wait around for these opportunities he can't just go out there and find famous houses i feel like he had a taste of the fame he had a taste of the possibility I mean, not everyone can own a piece of the nashville set like i do it's like that's rare you know <laughs> what else so <laughs> buy buy tickets i know that. that i have a piece of the under the dome set yeah because of my ass I, <laughs> I have a piece of the under other dome set on my wall Here's my favorite thing to do, and I recommend it. There are these sites that sell, uh, when when shows end, they sell the set, pieces of the set. And you can buy the stupidest <laughs> for like one dollar, not that much money. Yeah, it's like not that expensive, but it's such a good way to troll your friends. Like if you get them like a statue from the set of New Girl, that's like the ultimate troll. It's so funny. Then they have to like put it in their house. And then they, when people are like, what is that? They're like, oh, that's from the set of Under the Dome. Or like, that's from the set of Nashville. How much did the Under the Dome plaque you got me that was on the wall of Big Jim Rennie's office cost? Like $5? Like with shipping, probably like $10, $15. (laughs) But it's worth it because every time I come to your house, I'm like, I contributed that like plaque. What's annoying is that after putting it up, I always assumed that people would ask about it, but not one one person has ever asked about it. We used to That's have it in. So we used to up. have it in the bathroom. Remember that? We had it Wait, in the bathroom, people ask about it? and people would come over. Not one person ever asked what that was. Yeah, well, your. Fr- I mean, your friends are like they. They've got no class or manners. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Don't even get me started. Actually, but um, we. 
can you not disrespect your friends on this podcast? <laughs> uh, buy tickets to our August show. It's our last one of the year. Matt Bell's I will be there. Mariah Smith will be there. It's going to be amazing. Call in with all your questions and comments. 619-WHO-THEM. And we'll see you on Friday. Bye. Bye. You will drive yeah, yeah, yeah. Morning, Mohammed. Morning, Miss Elliot. That was a headgum podcast.